praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. This is the um, same um, series, um, just a, another part of the series. Um, that recording had stopped, so I'm continuing this series, um, Defrauding Your Brother. It's time to take a look. It's time to pause and think, what are we really doing? <laughs> you know, what is this salvation all about? If we cannot um, cause keep God's commandment, brothers and sisters, God said if you break one, then we will not enter into the kingdom of, of heaven. Um, it would be a sad day, which the Lord already knew, to have to go before God, the white throne judgment, and then find out something that could have been solved and resolved was never solved or resolved. God knows what he's doing, brothers and sisters. I'm just bringing this to the forefront, bringing this to the light. Because um, it's just like um, um, deliverance or what, some type of uh, addiction, you know, what people would need to be taught on um, getting deliverance from addiction. There's things in within inside the four walls that um, uh, still that the body of Christ is guilty of. That doesn't make me perfect. That does not make me perfect. I'm just just bringing this word because it needs to be um, it needs to be brought to the forefront. People want to go ahead and continue on. Like I said, that's why you know that there has to be a deliverance the Lord will bring to his people through clean hands, not through hands of men and, and women that have already been um, and already have done what they have done, brothers and sisters. That's why um, the Lord is putting together his army. That's why the Lord had already saved the remnant. And the remnant are those ones that's not, that's like been in a war and um, they survived that war only by the grace of God. Now, those ones sitting in the pulpit, they're going to kept their houses, cars, land, friends, uh, businesses, acquaintances, traveling. They're not the remnant. Don't let them fool you, brothers and sisters. They're not the remnant. Um, God, you said the last is first and first is last. So that means that the remnant, we're first. We're the ones that's in the forefront in this hour. You know, we're the ones that um, the Lord God is speaking through. Um, in this hour, um, be careful who you're letting your ear gate and your eye gate. Be careful um, that you're not following, still following the old status quo, because you're going to wind up with the same results. Okay, so I was I was um, defining um, defrauding your brother. I was defining rapacious, 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 rapacious dishonest, dishonesty. And um, let me read that again. Dishonesty is is aggressively greedy. A person that's aggressively greedy or grasping ravenous appetite, a ferocious satisfaction of greed, predatory person, preying on others, looking for opportunity to take your brother down, take things for yourself, strong desire for money. And none of that has anything to do with of my character or the character of Christ. So... The ones that I've already placed out there, but most of these mega ministries, they have already done it. So why waste your time? Covetousness, greedy, um, acquisitive, grasping, a strong desire for especially material possessions, wishing that belongs to someone else. Um, when all men and brethren, the sin becomes worse. When we are brothers and sisters of Christ, the sin is worse because God commands us to live holy. 
and to um and to break them is to despise God. When you do this to your brother or your sister and you break that commandment, you despise in God. So you're no longer in the kingdom, even though you may think, see, our little finite, rational mind feeling as though that we can break commandments and laws and statutes of what God has put in place, it does not work, brothers and sisters. We're not in um, that church building. We're talking about the kingdom of God that he established with his um, blood and that he saved the remnant for himself that he's coming back and he's turned everything down that's not of him to come back for that remnant. So what makes you think that he's going to allow you, me, or anybody else to get in? He even said that the ones that do his brothers and sisters, the ones that do the will of the Father, the ones that God called, um, the Great Commission is doing the will of the Father as his brothers and sisters. Those ones that's following the apostles' doctrine, those ones that's born again of water and of spirit is, you know, our brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. Many sins um, and all have come short of the glory of God. And but sometimes it's supposed to stop, like I was telling you with the um people that are not generally baptized in the Holy Spirit, they still continue in sin. The sin is a habitual thing. And I say habitual, I mean lifetime, 10, 15 years. You know, you're fornicating, you're living together, you're, you know, you've been um drinking consistently, you know, after work, you have an addiction, you know, it's not the person or me hating the sin. I'm clarifying to you what the word of God says because it's not gonna be preached like that in the four walls. It's um, you having to have a relationship with God. You haven't been sincere with God wanting deliverance from that addiction. Because that addiction is going to take you to hell. It's either hell or the grave. There's only two ways you can go with addiction. You have to be delivered. But you're not going to heaven or have an eternal life when you're addicted to any type of uh, substance. And that means and that means of anything continuously. You don't uh, repent and then go back and you do it again a month later. You know what I'm saying? Two days later, two weeks later, that's playing with God. That's dangerous. Man, the playing um, with the hands of an angry God. So when a person has gone beyond, means to overpass. So that person has gone, has overpassed, has transgressed, has oppressed their brother, has overreached, has cheated, has gotten advantage of. So you see now, like I said, when um, the church did what they did, there was a deliberate intent. You know, because someone within the body could say, well, I'm not going to do that because, you know, um, that's coming against that sister. And, you know, what I'm saying we need to help her. We need to do the right thing. We need to go back. No one stood up and did that, brothers and sisters. And to this day, that's what's so dangerous about them. That's why I don't I don't play with them because I know who they are. Now, if they were of God, then they would have been able to come back. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But because they're not and they think they are. But they reprobate, they can't come back. So therefore, I'm just teaching you, you know, until Jesus come back, what is um, enlightening you as to how to deal. If you're going inside of the four walls, how to deal and how to be aware of a wolf in sheep clothing, brothers and sisters. Because it's not all about what a person says, but about what they do. Um, so therefore, um, they gone beyond. They cheated and got an advantage of their brother. So even now, they feel like I was supposed to come back into Cap Pentecostal and serve them. No, I'm not, because this is, that was not, that was my training. That was where God started me off at. I sinned. I made my mistakes, but it didn't take away my title. Even though the Baptist Church tried to take my um, title, they can't take nothing they haven't given. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That was a hand clap of praise and a laugh. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
they can take something that God has given you, but they manipulate it. You see what I'm saying? They go across the pulpit and they say, well, oh, she don't have no title then. You know, that's how they manipulate you. And why are you talking about this ministry up until today, 30 years later? You have gotten what you want to get so, so much, and you're still hanging on by a limb, but God sees you. And he sees the deceitfulness of your of your thought and what you're trying to do by speaking on this ministry. You're not trying to help this ministry. You're not my friend. I know what a real friend does. And I've been in the revival of the Lord. And I know the real love of God. And, and that's not it. It's not it whatsoever. And like I said, everybody jumped on the bandwagon because money was involved. And that just could have been tested the whole time. God just showing you what he already knew, what was inside of you. All those ones that went with them the first time. That's why lovers of money, like God said, is a whole nother spirit. So no one should be um, guilty. God is saying no one should be guilty of this. That calls himself a brother and attempt to deprive another of his rights. Um, like for instance, adultery, sleeping with someone else's wife. You're not supposed to do that. You know that. You know better than that. But we do it. God forbid. And so does that make it right? No, it doesn't make it right. So therefore, God said, before you pray, go back to, and to your brother and sister. Ain't nobody came back, brothers and sisters. I'm exposing this nationally and internationally. Nobody came back to Agape Deliverance Ministry headquarters. Nobody came back to Apostle Pamela Richard. Nobody came back to me and made anything right. Nobody wrote no check, brothers and sisters. I'm exposing it to you around the world. So therefore, you continue to go within the four walls while they continually, you know, um, in sin, because that's exactly what it is. They had betrayed their brothers and, they, and left me for dead. You know, with the grace of God, it got me back up. It was the Lord's, um, the strong hand of God. So they thinking I'm coming back to always help them. They're always looking for a handout, but they've done nothing. They're disgraceful. And that's how you know God allows things to happen to show you. Well, second chance, you're thinking it's my second chance? See how, how you can screw things, not realizing that. At the same time, you're being tested and you're failed the test. Go beyond means to overpass and to transgress, to oppress, to overreach, to cheat, to get advantage of. So now we can feel like, well, you know, I, um, well, we over her. So now, you know, we're just going to um, um, use her in any which manner we can. We're not just honor. We're not going to honor the title or what God has called her to do or her destiny. We're just going to um, act like or play like we're with her and we're really not. I seen it with my own two eyes, brothers and sisters. But God, like I said, uh, his kingdom stands alone. And I win. I won from the very beginning because they defrauded me and they went and told other people, you know, about the sin. So therefore they could um have other people jump on board and other people they could have said, Oh, that ain't right. You know how you get with somebody, you know, um, maybe a friend or a schoolmate, and you know it wasn't right, it was not right, but you go ahead with it. That was the mistake that they made, and they paying consequences for it. So what makes them think they're going to get away with it again? Their excuses is, is no excuse, because I've been over here. You have all my information. I've given my information out. I've sent emails to people to connect with, and they didn't connect. They, they um, never answered, and it's a total disgrace because, like I said, I went one step um, a hundred feet within the the, four, the, uh, the name of the church, alone in the doors. So therefore, that's one thing. I thank God by the grace of God. He keeps me. I'm not the fraud of my brother. I've been seeking God, a kingdom, and his purpose for my life. 
not somebody else's. And I, I, let me tell you something. As far as me giving, you know, um, when I was out there giving, um, doing the homeless ministry and ministering on the streets and the heads of the highways, I used my money, brothers and sisters. I haven't used that money from the government. You know what I'm saying? Where I have to keep this hush money, where I got to keep quiet. I can't stand up against the pandemic. I can't stand up against, you know, a certain person or president. I can't stand up against this or that. Nope. I ain't use none of that. They stand up against what they want to stand up against, though. Brothers and sisters, it's a a disgrace. It's never going to be right because it's it's not meant to be that way. God has created his spirit in us. We are the, uh, the Iglesias. We are the church. And we, God sends us out. Within that building is a hot mess. It's always going to be a hot mess because people are going to have, you know, the men that are over always going to have their agenda and it's a hidden agenda that the members don't even know in the back. God, you think, why do you think God would come up with that? Would say, come out of, of uh, my children, come out of, you know what I'm saying, on um, Babylon. He knew that you would be in there. He knew that it would draw and they would dangle things in front of you or you, you would feel like you want to be a part because you get a title in a church building or, you know what I'm saying, they get you, let you get up there to sing or whatever, but you see stuff while you're in there and you know it ain't right, but you stay. That's where the, um, that's where your spirit gets tainted. You can't stay in there and see stuff like that and not, you know, um, walk away from it if it doesn't change. No one should be guilty of this that calls themselves a brother and attempt to deprive another of his rights, uh, etc. Um, the Lord is the avenger of such, of all such as are guilty of fraud that is he will punish them these shall not inherit the kingdom of god let's turn again let's turn to um another text here scripture i got here thank you jesus this is good brothers and sisters this is great this is great because we all want to be good we all want to be you know, looking good in the eyes of God. We all want to go to heaven, but we all don't want to. Um, we don't want to break it down in the simplest forms as to what it takes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. What it takes to get there. The character, the whole thing the Lord said that we have to be made in his image and his likeness. We dishonor God. We don't know how to reverence God. We dishonor his anointing. You know, he's, God said, um, woe unto those that persecute his prophets. That's a fool to persecute your prophets, to come against the prophets of God. We ain't God. Ain't nobody trying to be God. But I ain't going to let you disrespect the anointing that God has placed on my life. Point blank, period. And that's one thing, because I uphold God in who he is. I may not be perfect. And I'm never going to know the advanced, the uh a compass of how how great God is, how big He is, how how sovereign He is, how His love can cover multiple sins. I'll never, my mind will never be able to, you know, embrace that. But I, one thing I do know is that He's holy. I know that He's God, and I know that His word is true. And those ones that come against it will come against the anointing that's upon my life. Um, I'm going to expose you. Point blank, period. Be ready for it because I'm coming. I'm coming back at you. Because you're a liar and you're a thief. And you don't know how to make it right. And like I said, the women falling right in there with the men. I don't need you to tell me to get on board to something I've already been on board for. You get on board and fall in line, fall under rank. Because everybody want to jump rank. Everybody wants to be important. That's why they put a doctor in front of their names. Because probably many of them not caught in that position. And they wanted to study. 
I didn't have to study or go to school because God had called me. The Holy Spirit taught me. And when I thought the Lord was wanting me to go to Bible college, thank you, Lord Jesus, my pastor told me to pray again. She said, that's not what the Lord is saying, Pastor. She said, he wants you to teach the Bible college. And this was the first year, brothers and sisters, that I um, that I pastored. So there you have it. God, like I said, God has his servants that are already trained. From the time God comes out, um, we come out our mother's womb. We are prophet to the nations. The ones that he calls to be a prophet to the nation. So therefore, there's a man, what man tried to um, gather and, you know, <laughs> all I see is little things and and, uh, and thorns and little things he tried to um, put together. He had never amount to what God has called and chosen his elect. In this life, li lifetime or the, or, or the other, the next, we win because we are a God and we've chosen by God and God keeps his own. God doesn't keep a bunch of thieves and a bunch of liars and a bunch of religious folks. Yeah, I'm against it because it's a disaster and it always has been a disaster. There's a point that I have um, was never in it the whole my whole life, so I wouldn't know what happened before me. But from what I'm saying now, from what I've seen, it's been a disaster. And it's like, you know, it's a spirit because people that fall on board, when you think about it, Common sense would say, well, do I know that person? Let me see what's really going on with that person. Why, you know, jump on this bandwagon of, of hatred and jealousy. I want to see if I can get this, um, know this person for myself. Person find out the person, totally different person from what somebody else said. Don't do that no more, though, because we all follow. We don't want to study to show ourselves approved. We don't want to get to know. Don't want to try to build a relationship because you, you're a coward. You run and you hide because you know you're guilty and you've done wrong to your brother. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's exactly what's going on. So I turn to 2 Theologian, um, uh, chapter 1 and verse 8. And flaming fire taking vengeance on them that not, that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You're not obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ when you do this. I don't see how you think you're going to have good luck in the first place. That's an idiot to think that they would have good luck. How are you going to come against what the gospel has said? And he said, flame and fire. Like I said, you don't know this life or next life or how, you know, God has moved your name out of the book of, uh, book of life because you decided to get on the bandwagon, the wrong bandwagon at that. Who does that? Not a mature person in God. So brothers and sisters, um, as I closing up, it's not over until God says it's over. They want you to go out there and work yourself to death by yourself, but yet they want to have the whole uh, neighborhood or the whole church uh, community go out with them while they um doing their outreach. I'm not going to um, break my back. I'm not going to kill myself. I remember, you know what? And the Lord is my witness. I've done it before. I mean, I ain't going to say day and night, but I'm saying I went out there and I was consistent and rapid, consistent and consistent. You know, to the point where, I mean, I was literally drained where I'm out here reaching souls and it's late and I know that it has to happen. But unless God give me the momentum by myself, I'm not killing myself, brothers and sisters, because that's not the will of God. You know what I'm saying? And people, like I said, they're not like they were back in the day where people want to be reached. People want to go to church. People want to be religious. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. That's what people want. And that's what they're going for. So those ones that are of God, they have sought the Father. They will, God will draw them. 
God will draw them to you. It won't be no hard thing to do. God bless you, Jesus' name. Amen.